Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. All right. Hello, beautiful. So I have a very special guest here with me on the podcast today. And before we hit record, we were setting intentions and we are completely on the same same wavelength. It's just wild how when you are tapped into your heart and tapped into a universal force of love, the people that will come into your life. So I'm excited to announce that Brandy, my dear friend Brandy, even though we don't really know each other very well, and we probably have only met like twice in three times in real life. I feel like I know you. <laughs> We've That's been, so what'd you say? That's what's so magical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also the magic of social media too. I feel like we've been getting to know each other through that tool. And I am so excited for all the listeners to hear your wisdom and to get to know you too. Um, and Brandy is a super special soul. So this is truly a gift. And if you're listening, like get ready for your world to be rocked. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'll receive that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, mm, Yay. So welcome Brandy to the Worthy Woman podcast. So Brandy is a heartfelt medium an intuitive mentor, and she is a generational cycle breaker as well, which I freaking love. I'm basically Uh, just reading from your Instagram bio. I love it. I know. (laughs) I just changed it too. Perfect. Upgrading, up-leveling to the new new names, new titles. Yeah. So um, Brandy, I want to give like a little backstory of how we met. So yeah. for the listeners, which is like really fun and synchronistic. So in June of 2022, I was doing, um, I went to this place called Love Sorrow in Denver and it's a permanent jewelry shop. And I went with my, one of my best friends, Tori, who we wanted to go get friendship bracelets for my birthday, which is like so cute. (laughs) And we were sitting there with the girl that was helping, like doing our bracelets. And it was, I had literally like a couple of days before had just said, I want to do more floral design pop-up shops. They're so fun. And I just like had no expectations or anything like that. And then the girl that was working at Love Sara was like, oh, are you guys going to come to our summer solstice event? Um, we're having all these vendors like the, um, oh my gosh, why am I blinking on the name? The Aura Photography. Yeah. Uh, ignite your aura (laughs) ignite your aura yes ignite your aura is coming um all these things and then my friend tori was like melissa why don't you do a pop-up shop with your flowers and i was like okay and it all just like happened so synchronistically it was like in two days from that day and so i set up my pop-up shop it was like such a hit i met so many amazing people in the denver community and then my fiance at the time now my husband came at the end and surprised me and i was like babe we've got to do the ignite your aura photography like i want to do it so bad and so he was like i got you and like paid for our session and with every um photography session you get a reading with brandy and so that's how brandy and i met and it was just like this instant connection. I feel like I just knew you. Mm -hmm. And I was also not sure, like, 
before I met you, I didn't know that you were an intuitive medium. You were kind of just standing outside taking a break next to my flowers. And my friend Michael started talking to you. <laughs> and it was just like, you just started talking about what you do. And I was like, oh, wow, I need to know this person. So that's wow. my that's my little story <laughs> of how we met. And it was love at first sight. <laughs> I know, <laughs> no, literally. I think... Um... Thank you for sharing because I didn't even know that was such like a synchronistic like event for you. It just kind of like fell into your lap. That's I have chills like that's magic. And it's so magic, yeah. I remember like stepping outside and it was so like this presence that was like lived through the three of us where I was like, wow, like this was totally like I never even met that guy again. I never got his info or anything, but I was just like that moment was so beautiful. And I think like one thing that really stuck out to you is like, you just immediately saw me. You're like, oh, oh, I see the magic in you. I was like, oh, yeah. shit, I see the magic in you. Like you're glowing. Like, and it's not like a, like a glowing, like, yes, you glow, but it's like a soul glow for you. And I think that was like such a, that remembrance, you know, of like, oh, oh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> know yeah. Thank you so much. We just want to be seen. Oh yeah. You know, and like really seeing each other clearly for who we are, like beyond our appearance, beyond, you know, like what job we have or what we do or what kind of car we drive. It's like, I actually, I see you. It's like in the movie Avatar where they're like, I see you. <laughs> Don't make me cry, Melissa. <laughs> I know that movie was so traumatic for me. I was like an emotional wreck. <laughs> I like was in the movie theater eating my popcorn, like just like Oh, don't want it to end. <laughs> I know. I know. It was so good. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like we, we really saw each other in that moment. And I believe that spirit was leading me to that synchronistic moment of like, yes, do a pop-up and it's going to be amazing for your business and you're going to network and you're going to meet like some really dope people that you're meant to do life with. And then that's where you came in. And I didn't even know that we were going to have this connection. It was just like, a, yeah, just happened. It just happened. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's what happens when you're just present and you trust, you trust the moment. And it's like, then these magical things can take place. You know, it's like, I think of like the connections that I've maybe met one person one time. And then like it links down the road, like five years later, you're like, whoa, like that was such a huge catalyst. That one person, like, yeah, ooh, what's happening? Yeah, it's so bizarre. Like, <laughs> it's insane. It's so cool. Yeah. So, like, it's so it's so fun because I feel like I feel like a lot of times we're we're sometimes so present or we're so in it or we're kind of like wrapped up in our problems or like what's mm -hmm. next, like mm -hmm. all these things. But it's I think it's really important to take a step back and look back and see how magical your life has been unfolding and like look for the evidence of that. I have been in that state recently and it's, I'm just looking back and I'm like, holy freak, like fuck. You can say <laughs> fuck. Holy <laughs> 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 fire. <laughs> this out because I see that bomb a lot. I do too. It's all good. <laughs> And Nothing just, is off limits on this podcast. <laughs> I was like looking back, I've been looking back and I'm like, if anything were to be different, I wouldn't be where I'm at and I wouldn't change where I'm at right now, even if it's not where exactly I want to be. <laughs> Ooh, that's powerful. Can you say that again for yeah. the people in the back? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like looking back and thinking just everything in my life for where I'm at, even though maybe it's not where exactly I want it yet. I'm really grateful for everything to yeah. be where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I That's love a huge that. reality check <laughs> for me. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell me more about that? Like, so, well, maybe before we get into that, do you want to talk more about like your story, your backstory? Like, how did you, how did Brandy get to where she is today? And what's been the road? What are some of the the miracles that have unfolded for you, the synchronicities, and also potentially even like some of the challenges that you've had to overcome to get to where you are today? Such a big question. I know. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I love it. I love the big questions. Me too. We're going deep. Uh, yeah. So really it's interesting because, you know, being a medium and intuitive has been something that I knew at a very young age, but I didn't know how to pinpoint it. And I didn't know what it meant. And on the other side of those gifts was there was the trauma in the house, like the unsafety in my household as a kid. So it's like, okay, at four years old, I'm seeing spirits, right? Like I'm seeing them all around. Um, they're approaching me. They want to hang out with me <laughs> more like bother me <laughs> yeah. and not really understanding what that means, but being scared a lot. And then in the family dynamic, being scared a lot because the environment was safe. There was a lot of domestic abuse. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of violence in the home, a lot of drinking and yeah, just in that space. So on both sides, there's like the gifts being able to see spirits. And on the other side, there's this little girl who has to psychoanalyze energy mm -hmm. to feel safe. Mm -hmm. So then she starts feelings, people's emotions, feelings, and thoughts. So this can come from trauma and an unsafe environment. And this can also come from being sensitive to energy, sensitive to the spiritual realm. And I think for me, understanding that I'm both and I'm not one. And that's been a huge journey for me of understanding behavioral patterns and people mm -hmm. understanding those things and people. I have a lot of experience with that because of my childhood. Um, and that led me to pretty much drinking myself to sleep for a long time. Cause I don't want to feel everything. Yeah. So a big, big part of my story is I started drinking at 13 and I remember my aunt finding a bottle of gin in the bottle of my hamper at like 14 years old and starting numbing, starting to repeat those family patterns. Right. Yeah. On both sides, because it's a both sides, right? Like it's not just one side or the other on my family. It's actually both generational stuff. Yeah. Wow. Addiction, alcoholism. Yeah. And, um, I just started partying at a young age. I got into some drugs, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, at a very young age, I started partying very young and kind of just never stopped. I started living very fast. Mm -hmm. And I think at about 25 is when I, I remember going to Mardi Gras and we were on a bender, of course, what do you do in Mardi Gras? It's like that Tuesday, it's the week of all the parades. And I, we were drinking all day and night and I said something not nice to, and I guess a acquaintance. I, I mean, I would say friend, um, at that time and I was nasty and I was mean to her. Mm -hmm. And the next day I woke up and I felt this feeling of like, oh, I feel so terrible. That's not who I am. Right. Like yeah. that feels terrible. And, um, I apologized, but you could tell that she wasn't really, um, having it right. Like she was like, uh, oh, yeah, thank you. But like, don't really want you in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. And I remember going into the bathroom and looking in the mirror and I'm splashing my water, like water on my face. And I like look up and it was the first time I didn't see the light. Whoa. And this, this is still so real to me. This is so real. When I look up in that mirror, I had always seen light. I had always seen Brandy, but in that moment, I didn't see her. That girl was fading. And I knew in that moment, if I didn't change something that I was on the fast track to killing myself, like literally like killing myself slowly through alcoholism and, um, through pain and hurt and, I started limiting myself to drinking. I met a partner two months in. He was like, I'm an alcoholic. I want to stop drinking. I said, awesome, cool. Let's fucking do it. I want to stop drinking too. Mm -hmm. And we went on this sober journey together and it was a huge catalyst because then I started feeling things. I remember having a couple panic attacks, um, because I was feeling everything again. And I was like, oh shit, this is overwhelming. I'm feeling everything. And um, it was a huge catalyst. I started working with a coach when I moved to Denver. The move was a huge catalyst. I'm from Florida. And in 2020, it was code red COVID. And um, I just knew it was time to move. So I made the move, packed my SUV up and I packed and I left and I took the drive by myself. 
and I was welcomed into a beautiful community here. And I worked with a coach for six months to work on my trauma. And then I started doing readings for people. It was like an, a, an effortless action that just kind of welcomed in because it's been who I've always been. It's always been there. I just had to be open enough to choose it and also open enough to look at the things that were blocking my gifts and, and limiting me um, because I had a lot of trauma from sexual abuse to you know, all the things like not having my needs met as a child yeah. uh, and the list goes on. <laughs> right. So I had to clear this stuff out so that I could receive, um, truly who I am. And that was, that was kind of a catalyst. <laughs> wow. That's like the, the short, but long yeah. story of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Now wow. I'm here. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here and that you, you yeah you had that divine intervention, that shift. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. And I'm so grateful for that moment. Oh. Even if it was not a great impact for the other person. I mean, it just changed my life. Like the trip to New Orleans changed my life. And, and also Mark, Mark changed my life. Our connection to choose sobriety together really changed my life. Even if our relationship wasn't um, super healthy. So. Right. Wow. So how long ago was that quote unquote catalyst? Like when you went to New Orleans and met Mark, how long ago was that? So I went to New Orleans in 2018. I think I met Mark a little bit after, maybe it was 2019, yeah. 2018 or 2019. And then it was like this fast track, like acceleration, like I remember 2021, I, I was like, what year is it? I kept saying what, you know, I'm so serious because 2019 and 2020 were like, and I felt like I lived like five lives in two years. And I'm like, what the F like is actually happening? Like, I literally felt like I got thrown into like this <laughs> crazy acceleration process. Um, and I had a lot of growth and I think that's because I fully invested in myself and I invested in, um, feeling good. I was yeah. like, pain and turmoil. I invested in feeling good and here I am. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. What a journey. And I know that there are probably multiple people listening out there and so many people who have gone through similar things where they're like, I'm on a road that's not leading to a good place. And in fact, I've worked with, yeah. 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 And it takes that inner decision to decide that it's not going to be this way anymore. There's a better way. Mm. And it's a very courageous decision because you're forced, you have to look at the stuff. You have to feel your pain. I have chills head to toe because that is it. And I think people who choose the path to creating a new story, choosing the path to break generational cycles are the most amazing fucking people in the world because not everybody can do it because it's hard and it's scary and it takes a lot of bravery and it takes a lot of courage and it takes a lot of discipline to say this is actually not going to be it anymore and there is another way and I'm I don't know how I'm going to do it but I'm going to fucking do it and you have to pave the path because you've never seen anybody else do it before right like that was totally the story of like I've never seen my family do the things that I'm doing and it's like so guess what I have to just lead myself in blind, you know, go in blind and just see where it takes me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love, I love that you said that. And it's like, it's like what I'm, I'm receiving so many things right now. I'm like, Wah! but <laughs> what I really want to say is, um, we are truly in a stage i feel in our world and our on the on this timeline that we're on where so many people are awakening mm. to their power and to the fact that they do not have to suffer they get to thrive and they get to be in their gifts mm -hmm. and do work that lights them up and be compensated for that and through that journey like when you decide to go on that journey it's it's scary. Like it's so, so, so scary. 
because we're this new wave of generation of this of these people like us millennials gen zers whatever it's never been done like this before we're literally leading the way like we're leading the way to a new world that we're creating and no it, we can't like we can look at how other people have done it but no one's ever done it like this before so it's like we need to lean on each other we need to be there for each other and i think that's why so many people who go through this want to turn around and give back and be like let me help you because i know how hard it was and i believe in you and it's possible it's if it's possible for me it's possible for you and i'm here for you <laughs> yes and what a blessing it is because i think social media is a huge catalyst to this and i know that there are so many negative things about social media, but I think social media actually has been a huge catalyst for us to connect all around the world and to be seen and heard and really open our eyes to more knowledge and information. When I look back, you know, our families were very limited in information and knowledge if you didn't go to college or, you know, have money for college and things like that. So it's like, that was like, kind of like my family, right? Like very lack poverty, um, maybe didn't have the needs to do those things and the, the limitations of that you know, so of course you can't grow your awareness or your consciousness. How could you, you know, so we have this beautiful blessing of all these amazing people all around the world, sharing so much knowledge for free, Yeah, for free, you yeah. know, there's books, there's YouTube channels. I mean, it's like just crazy. Yeah. That's, and yeah. it's truly magical. I feel so grateful. Uh, I know I'm so, Oh, I'm just so grateful too. And I'm just, I'm grateful for you as well for sharing your story. And I know that you have like, when I think back to my childhood and my teenage years, I was also drinking too, but like mm -hmm. you were really struggling Yeah. and I'm just, I'm in awe of the way that you've turned your life around so quickly and so beautifully and you have such a gift and such a light to shine onto the world and i've been thinking about this concept of like sometimes when we're going through our darkest pain and we don't understand why and it's so painful and it sucks so bad we're meant to overcome it and we're meant to lead like you said you were like i was leading myself through something that i didn't have like a blueprint for i didn't have like i didn't know what i was doing um <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying a bunch of different shit. Yeah. Um, and when we're able to lead ourselves through that darkness and that pain, then we can have an even, even deeper compassion and understanding for what other people are experiencing as well. So like the depth of your pain is so beautiful because there are so many people out there in this world that can resonate in some way and that need your medicine that you've, that you have to share from going through all of that and overcoming it. And it's just so strong and beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I think for a long time, I was ashamed of it. I, there was so much shame and judgment, one of being a medium and an intuitive, but then secondly, like of my story and recently sharing it and being so welcomed, being so appreciated for sharing the things. I've had so many people reach out and say, thank you. Like you're reminding me that I'm not alone and yeah. that you, like we all go through these things. And it's like, we just want connection, right? Like going back to be like, we want to be seen. Yes. And it's like to be seen, then we have to share who we are. We have to share the things that got us to where we are. What, what made you Melissa in the here and the now, what made Brandy in the here and the now? Well, a lot of fucking hard shit, <laughs> a lot of hard shit, a lot of dark times, a lot of like going internal and doing things maybe that other people won't do in a lifetime. But knowing that at the end of the day, something that I'm really leaning into and acknowledging about myself is I've always led with spirit. And this is where it's like, when I think back to that moment in the mirror, it was like almost seeing my spirit dwindling away, right? The light is the spirit. And throughout my life, when things got really hard, I always had that spirit in me to guide me and lead me. And I felt in that moment um, that my spirit was gone, you know, mm -hmm. it was very, very low. And um, 
I think that's really important for us is to lead with that soul, with that spirit, because it's going to take us to exactly where we need to go. And that's what I love to teach others and mentor others through. So beautiful. Wow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have so many questions for you that I'm sure whoever is listening to is probably curious on as well, specifically about what it's like to be a medium and intuitive and like how to know if you have these gifts. And I've heard that everyone has these gifts. It's just about your openness to it and your desire to want to develop them and use them and like fine tune them and use, yeah, like use them. Um, so if you were, if you were to describe your gifts Mm -hmm. for someone who's like, I'm curious and I'm like really excited and interested to learn, but like, I don't really know much about what being a medium is like, isn't that just someone who talks to dead people and like, let's just start there. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, thank you for asking. I just geek out over this entire subject. So (laughs) perfect. Let's go there. fascinated yeah I love it oh being a medium like I said has been something that I've known since I was a kid but I didn't put a name to it right like I just always saw spirits they were always interacting with me um and even I mean the word medium I didn't even say that for the first year of my business (laughs) it's a charged word I think I'm intuitive And now I'm like, I'm definitely a medium and that's my fucking magic. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, that's my magic. It helps people yes. heal. Um, so yeah. So being a medium for me personally, right? Like, honestly, I don't even, this is kind of funny, right? I don't even know like the Claire, all of the Claire's. So like the Claire audience, the Claire sentence, like I've never even really fully looked into those. I've just really just been with what is my truth. And I don't need a label for those things. It's just, how do I receive? I got curious about how do I receive and what does it feel like? Receive and feel like, how do I receive and what does it feel like? Feeling is everything. Feeling is our superpower. And this is why everybody has it because we can all feel, okay? Doesn't mean that we can, you know, for me, like I can visually see them and they're not like it used to be before it was like legit, like glowing ghost like glowing literally like shape figures could see what they're wearing literally that yeah very present in the room with me now it's like that's invasive for me I have boundaries that I can be a full human because I love being a human and I love living life so now it's more of so I can turn it on and it's direct information and then they'll present themselves with whatever needs to come through for that person with information. Usually they'll come through with a validation piece, um, maybe a t-shirt or a piece of jewelry or like, oh, did this just happen? So that the person knows that this, like I would never know that. Yeah. So it's direct information for me. And I really feel it in my heart. I can feel body sensations of people. If people are having anxiety, I have a beautiful gift of seeing people's thought processes. Whoa. Oh yeah. This is kind of crazy. So like I can see if somebody has like a chemical imbalance in their brain. Um, I can see discord. I can see if thoughts are on repeat. I can see, um, what can be limiting them. Right. And, and it's actually really magical and it makes sense because I've always been, (laughs) do you see that? Yeah. The lights flickering. This is <laughs> that also happens with my friend Marilyn. Her lamp like will start flickering sometimes when we're on a call. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, I love it, but it's also like, oh my god. Yeah. Like what what even is that? Is that like a spirit that wants to come through? Like confirmation, like validation, right? Yeah. <laughs> I wish you guys could see it. Maybe we'll clip this video part out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Anyways, go ahead. So, yeah. So like I can, like, I've always been fascinated with the brain, which has been really cool. So to have access to seeing so many things with the mind for people is such a gift and I love it. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can feel a bunch and it's just what I like to say is get used to feeling. If you're interested in your intuitive gifts, get used to feeling Mm -hmm. right. I was so disconnected and that was because of my trauma and I was scared to feel. Mm -hmm. So for me to feel, I had to really take a 
take a turn inward to ask, where am I not feeling safe? My nervous system was so fucked. I could not sit still. I was in the gym twice a day. I was beating myself up in the gym, going for walks, doing all the things because I couldn't sit still because I wasn't safe to feel because my nervous system said, we're still unsafe from my childhood home. Wow. Sexual abuse will do that. Finding domestic abuse in the house will do that. And it's like, so if there's anything in the way of feeling, work on that first clear it up so that you can feel. And then when you start feeling, you're like, Ooh, you can have fun and get curious around it. Right. Like I started having fun. I'm like, Ooh, what do I feel around this person? They're all like, I would ask my friend, like, Hey, ask me a question so I can like practice feeling, seeing what comes through. And I just started doing that. And I have chills. Cause it's like, that's just have fun with it, explore yeah. it, but also be aware if, if you're having discord with feeling, then that's a huge block to awakening to your intuitive gifts. Oh my God. I love this so much. And this is like one of the foundation blocks of my work is learning how to feel and healing that trauma that blocks us from feeling like the trauma responses. Like we're constantly living in survival, fight or flight, people pleasing, like you were doing, going to the gym Mm -hmm. all the time, trying to just move your body and even numbing, like, you know, with alcohol, with with food addiction, with weed, these are all things that can prevent us from fully feeling our emotions in the body. And I think so many people, this was me. So I just want to speak to this for a sec. Yeah. I've always been super highly sensitive. Like if someone even like coughs the wrong way, I'm like, I get like, I feel it in my body. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Or like, Derek will sometimes like touch me, my husband, um, like on my arm or something. And I'm so sensitive. Like I like my whole body's like, ah, you know, and I, I get ticklish. So that's just an example. And emotionally, the depth to which I can feel pain, shame, guilt, fear, love, joy, like it overwhelms me. Like I feel so deeply. And if you're listening to this and you resonate, just know that you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. But in the past, I would be like sad and call up my mom or my friend or my sister and cry on the phone and say that I was feeling my feelings when in fact, I was actually just perpetuating that thought feeling loop of I'm a bad person. I'm not good enough. Something's wrong with me. I'm unworthy. Why am I stuck? I hate my life. I'm so scared. It's never going to work. I'm never going to be happy. Like all of these things that were like feeding my emotion. And I was crying, thinking that I was feeling my emotions when in fact I was just stuck in these thought feeling loops. So I think it's really important to make that distinction of like feeling your emotions is different from like explode like word vomiting and getting trapped in that cycle. Yeah. Two different avenues. Right. And that's where like a lot of the work is in our, in our society right now is because either we're really in our body and out of our mind and, or majority, I would say 95% of people in their mind out of their body. Mm -hmm. And it's that discord. And I like to say, we get to build a beautiful bridge to unify them. And we can think of this as divine feminine and divine masculine energy coming together and being like, we can do this together. Mm-hmm. The mind is a beautiful masterpiece that we have, and it doesn't have to be on these repeat cycles. If we don't want it to be, it's really understanding that we are not a victim one to energy. And we're not a victim to our emotions. We're not a victim to our thoughts. Yes. Those are some of the most profound affirmations that really have changed my life. I'm not a victim to energy, right? Cause I'm like seeing spirits and I'm feeling everything. And I'm like, thought I was a victim to it. I'm like, I'm not. And I'm not a victim to my thoughts. I'm not a victim to my emotions. Yeah. I love that. And that instantly takes back your power. Yeah. Instantly. It's like centering. I'm like, oh fuck. I'm, I actually, I'm empowered. I'm, I'm in, I'm in control of some things here. Right. Like I'm in control of how I feel and how I want to show up in the world and nobody could ever take that from me. Right. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that's a whole other conversation that we can go in, but I want to keep on talking about your gifts and like mediumship and and your intuitive gifts. 
Um, so yeah, for, if you're listening, the first step is to learn how to feel your emotions, whether that's hiring someone like me or Brandy, working with a coach, working with a healer, doing the work on yourself, reading books, educating yourself about how emotion moves through the body and providing yourself a safe space to be seen and to be heard and to be felt so that your body can move that through so you don't have to hold on to it anymore. Yeah. And I think with the feeling too, it's actually just like feeling like touching, like hugging myself felt uncomfortable. Mm. Like that, like being gentle with myself felt uncomfortable. So actually like feeling your physical body too, like feeling your heartbeat, feeling your stomach, feeling your breath, like really getting super present and practicing that. Yeah. And if you feel unsafe, that's when you kind of know if it ever gets really overwhelming or unsafe, that's when we know that we can outsource a facilitator. Like that was me. Mm. I felt so unsafe in my body. Yeah, I was in the gym twice a day and I was using sex as a mechanism, right? Like yeah. sex was driving me, but to be gentle and soft and to be present was like terrifying. I wanted to jump out of my own fucking skin. I've totally been there. Yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. So like how present can you be with your, like, it's, it's almost like this, like deep wisdom, this magic of your body. It's like, how does your heart know how to beat? How does your blood know how to pump through your veins? Like your body is such a beautiful, sacred, intelligent technology. Yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. 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 I love that. And then finding safety in that body, like coming home yeah. to your body. Yep. Cause what I'm hearing from you is your body is how you receive messages is how you communicate with spirit. Yeah. So one of the ways at least. Yeah. So it really depends on the reading and things, but like I said, it's kind of like directly through, it's interesting because it comes from the right side of my body. So my channel comes straight through the right side. Um, and then as I open that channel, I can just have information that I know that I know that I know Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't even have to question it. I just know it's very fast. It's very fluid. It's very there and it's on the table. Um, and then the body, I can feel people's bodies and energetic channels and chakras. And maybe if they're having digestive issues and like I said, like the mental thoughts and the things, everything. So then I just welcome it all in, but to do that, right. To be the full channel, we have to welcome space into our body Mm. and our body keeps the score quote unquote, right. Mm -hmm. The book. Um, and if we don't clear that space and if we're holding on to emotional blocks and trauma, then yeah, we're not going to have the space or the capacity to keep our channel open. And also it's a maintenance, right? We see a lot of mediums and intuitives that have a lot of health issues. When you look at Tyler Henry, um, the way that he channels is magical and beautiful, yet he has had lung issues, lung collapsing. And he's like my age, like 29. That's being scary. And I have chills everywhere. Like that's scary. We have to really, really cater to our body, mind, body, soul, spirit heart. And, um, that's where I create a lot of sustainability tools and skills for my clients who want to tap into their intuitive gifts, because we want to do this work. We have to find sustainability and be healthy on my vision board. It says healthy medium (laughs) because we're doing things differently. Like I'm not going to have health issues because of this, you know? So I love that. Yeah. I think that's so important. Um, and I'm just so honoring you for honoring yourself in that way. That's really, really special. And that just makes you better, you know, more in integrity with you and what you do and your work and, mm. and how you're teaching others to use their gifts as well. So yeah. beautiful. So when you're receiving, let's say like you're receiving information that someone has an issue with their body do you actually feel that in your body or how does that message come through to you? Or is it different every time? Yeah. So most of the time it's a yes. Like sometimes, like I remember maybe a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a projection reading for 2023 and this fucking strike just shot me right here. And I was like, Oh God. And I was like, 
is so-and-so like they need to go to acupuncture, like something's going on here. And she was like, yeah, he's been having like terrible, like it's been an issue in the shoulder for a very long time. Whoa. Um, so sometimes it's like striking depending on the pain, depending on the person, depending on the energy behind the pain, Mm. because usually physical, um, pain is connected to emotions and energetics of things. So there's usually not one without the other people with lower back pain that has so much to do with foundational things like money, right? Home, family, you know, if you're always stressed about fucking money, you're always going to have lower back issues. (laughs) Yeah, truly. And there's emotions and stories attached to these things. So it really depends on the energy, what's happening. Um, When a crossed over loved one comes over, sometimes they'll show me or I'll feel something. I'm like, oh, did they have something with their heart? Or I'll smell a hospital or I'll see a hospital or I'll see a monitor or like, I'll see a car or like, I'll feel like it's sudden immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. So wow. That's so cool. Okay, <laughs> I have chills because I love that you brought up the example of lower back pain because mm-hmm. pretty much all of 2022, mm-hmm. I was experiencing some sort of lower back pain mm-hmm. and I would, I was I mean, I've been healing my relationship with money hardcore, um, but I mean, we can talk about it in my podcast interview with you, but it's been intense. And I'm like, this is, I mean, it's just, it just makes so much sense. <laughs> it's crazy. And I kept on like going to the gym and dead, uh, doing deadlifts and yep. continuing to injure my back over and over and over again. So that my body could be like, Hey, wake up. Like it's time to get your root grounded, get your foundation set. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It's a huge thing. I think we, we talked over coffee, but it's, we can totally have that conversation and (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Amazing. So, okay. So you receive messages in all sorts of ways. Mm -hmm. Do you ever do readings specifically for people for like loved ones who've crossed over Like, is that something that you enjoy doing? Is that something that you do often? Yeah. Yeah. So recently I actually just switched up my services because mediumship is such a different avenue than an intuitive guidance reading. Mediumship is really channeling over energy. It's channeling consciousness. I like to say it's consciousness. We're just channeling information. Um, but that can take a lot of energy. So, um, I do have one, like mediumship is different than the intuitive guidance call. And it's because we're channeling crossed over loved ones here and an intuitive, um, intuitive guidance call. It's more of like using Oracle cards as a tool and a blueprint. And then I'm also feeling that person, of course. And if spirit wants to come over, I allow them to come over. If it's like, they need it. Mm-hmm. It's really for that person's highest good. Sometimes in my intuitive guidance readings, I'm doing processes, <laughs> you know, like it really depends on that person. You're and doing what's that word processes. Yeah. What is processes? Um, energetics. Like if somebody actually needs to come back to themselves because they're looking for me or spirit to give them the answers and I lead them right back into their body and I'll use psychology and the body and the energetics of things to help them find the answers that they've been seeking themselves because a part of, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to give you all the answers and neither spirit. We're going to give you, um, your power back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, that's where I feel like I'm a little different with my intuitive readings and my, and my guidance is just, I, my it's for that person's highest good. And if it's outside of their highest good, then I'm not going to provide that for them. And that's just my integrity in my heart. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, I feel so much grounded integrity and like very firm boundaries with you. And it's, it's very like, I just love that so much. And I just like really respect that. Thank you. Yeah. It's been years of practice. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) So, okay. Um, I'm like, I have so many questions for you. Okay. So can you tell us more a little bit about like tools that you, you love using? Like what are some of your favorite card decks? Mm -hmm. Um, I know that the people listening, like I've referred literally every person I know to get the, um, the sacred rebels deck by Alana Fairchild. One of my favorites. (laughs) Yeah. That's like my all-time favorite. And I've created such a relationship with that deck. Like Mm -hmm. I'll receive the same messages over and over and over again. And 
it's just wild. So I'm curious if you're open to sharing like your favorites or how you use them, or if there's anything that you want to share on that. Yeah. So, um, one of my first decks is a Tom Holland. I don't know if it's John Holland or Tom Holland, but he has more of like the Oracle card decks that's kind of associated with like the tarot deck, but mm -hmm. it's an Oracle card. And I love it because it's straight to the point. It's easy for beginners and it just lays it on the table, which I absolutely love. I also use um, for channeling. So I use different cards for channeling sessions with people and for myself. Cool. So I'm going to give you two, right? So for me personally in my life, I have a Elena Fairchild is my favorite Oracle card woman on the planet. She has the best of the best and you can feel the frequency. You can feel the energy. The goddess Isis deck has been a huge catalyst in my journey and her essence working with that goddess energy has really allowed me to be in my divine feminine and masculine and learning and leaning into that. Mm -hmm. I also have earth warrior deck, which I absolutely love. Um, so much wisdom and shamanism and just this grounded yet like connected energy. And it just gives me guidance and it feels really good and they're longer descriptions. So that's yeah. why I keep those for me. Cool. Now, when I'm using, um, cards for other people, I have an angel card and, um, angel deck, I have a light activation deck. And then of course, like the traditional Oracle cards from, um, I, I think it's Tom Holland or John Holland. <laughs> cool. And those are just some of the decks that I use, um, for others. I love that. And yeah. when you use different decks, is it because like the ones that you use for others are a little bit more universal? Um, yeah, I feel like they're just what I'm integrated in for other people. It's like just what I've decided. These are my decks for other people. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that I can't pull myself a card out of them. I still do that for myself, but they just feel like they're more for the world, right? Like they feel like they're like my tool, my access to other people, um, as guidance. And I, and I, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I love that. Okay. So I want to wrap up. Let's take like another few minutes to just like, is there anything else that you want to talk about and share in to the world, to the listeners, anything that's coming through for you? One thing that I've really learned from doing this work is you don't have to do this work. I don't have to be a medium or an intuitive. I could be channeling this work anywhere in the world. I am such a creative. I actually was thinking about doing UI UX design, like, you know, and these gifts can be lived and channeled through anywhere that is authentic to you. You don't have to choose mediumship. You don't have to choose to be a tarot card reader. You don't have to choose to be a coach. These can be lived and used in anywhere in your life. Think of magical teachers, think of creatives, artists. You could be an Uber driver. Yeah. These are just things that can be lived through you no matter where you're at. So don't ever limit yourself and think that you have to be somewhere else to actually use these things. Beautiful. I love that message so much. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's really what I needed to hear in this moment. And I know other people listening needed needs to hear. That's beautiful. Um, okay. I'd love this to take the last, let's actually, can you just share really briefly how people can find you and any offerings that you have coming up? And then I want to do a little special, like potential reading for me <laughs> selfishly. <laughs> Does that sound good? I love all of it. Okay, yeah. cool. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Brandy Lee Intuitive, and that's going to be B-R-A-N-D-I-L-E-E-I-N-T-U-I-T-I-V-E. -E -E. Um, and then email Brandy at heartfelt.solutions. That's B-R-A-N-D-I at heartfelt.solutions. Um, and yeah, so I don't have a website right now. I'm working on that. And you can go to the link in my bio and I have my services there. Um, I am launching a Leading with Spirit class in March for intuitive service providers. 
to gain precision, clarity, confidence, and sustainability in their work to do their soul work, right? Like we need these things. Um, so yeah. Beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Brandy and I got the chance to chat about how she is so excited to continue helping and like launching her new offerings of helping other intuitives develop their gifts. So it's just like, whether you want to be, you know, an intuitive reader, you want to do this as your career, or if you just want to develop your gifts to enhance your life, like all areas of your life. And if you're interested, then definitely go check her out, go follow her. She has her TikTok, by the way, I tell everyone to delete TikTok, but like your TikTok is popping. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Her TikTok <laughs> has really good content and she's like, you're like pretty big on TikTok. Um, which I'm is really cool. There. Thank you. I need to receive that. <laughs> yes. Your TikTok is, it's so fun. When I was on TikTok last year and I was like, in that whole world, I loved following you. I was like, I can't wait to see what Brandy posts. And I felt like all the messages were for me. It was just really cool. So Thank just you. know that it's impactful. Um, but yeah, if you want to book a reading with her, if you want to connect with her, if you have any questions, if you want to join her in her new offering, then go um, to, I'm going to link her stuff in the show notes as well. So you guys can just tap on it and just go from there. <laughs> Yay. Yay. You. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on today. Mm -hmm. I appreciate all your wisdom and love. I feel like we could talk for another five hours, <laughs> but yeah, <seriously. laughs> um, maybe we'll have to do a part two or like do a follow-up in the springtime or something. Yeah. Another podcast episode. For sure. Cool. Um, okay. So Brandy pulled a couple of cards for me before our session, before this call. And I'm like, so excited to hear what's come through. I told her, I was like, I love listening to podcast episodes with people like this who like give readings or do fun, fun gifts, fun things like this, because it's so fascinating and like what's coming through in this moment. So she's going to do a real life. Maybe if you want to take like five to 10 minutes, whatever feels yeah. good for you. Um, so take it away, Randy. She has some cards. She's shuffling <laughs> some cards right now. Okay, so yeah, so what I feel like what I say, see and sense and feel is that you've been really working in maybe turning your fear into faith, maybe working in any and all fears that have been limiting you or blocking you that have been like making you feel like caged in. And I see that like, this is work, like the heart work. And maybe this is a part of like, I've been doing really big work on money and maybe there's fears about money. Right. And you've been really working in this space for yourself. Um, this is totally, I just want you to know, this is like totally a time for you to remember who you are from a bigger scale, from an elevated scale, from an expanded scale. When I pull the soul star activation, it means that like you are going to be more activated than truly who you are on a new level. It's going to be something that you haven't embodied before. And I have chills everywhere. So what's so beautiful about this is we have to make room, right? So we have to make room where there's fears and limitations so that we can embody this next level, this next elevation. It's giving you a lot of strength and you are being guided. And I know that you know that, but I think it's really important that you know that you are being guided and that you do have people crossed over looking after you and helping guide you and lead you and propel you in the right way. Um, we're going to get a little woo too, because I think this is like one of the number one things I felt about you. And the first, first time I ever met you was you have such a multi-dimensional soul. It is earth, but it's so not, it's so <laughs> advanced. Like it's so like, there's this like advanced person that is within you that is really magical and it's that wisdom we were kind of talking about in the beginning um you're gonna have a lot of harmony um coming in for you around the work that you're doing around money and maybe you're already seeing that and maybe you're already having that feelings of harmony and peace around money and maybe you're bridging that gap right now and um really allowing that to be lived through you and out into the world i feel like one card wants to come out for some reason through this deck um, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Yeah. And so, and when you elevate to this next level, Melissa, and 
what I like to say is about elevating, expanding to next levels. It's just a new, improved version of ourselves. Maybe it's like a piece of wisdom that we've left behind and maybe that's the money piece, right? Yeah. And the last card I just pulled is remembering your home, which is beautiful because it's all about coming into your soul family, welcoming in more of your soul family, right? Like, it's like, we've only seen each other a couple of times and we're like here and we're like, we just know each other. (laughs) So like make it a big um, effort to see each other because we just feel each other and we know that we're here, right? That's soul family. And this is what this is going to be bringing in this year. It's like a deepening, a deepening is what I hear. Um, And by the way, you have fulfilled a soul contract that is no longer serving you. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. What is that? That's clearing that space. That's where that space is. So coming from fear, maybe into faith, into elevation, into what else is possible for me. Brandy, that's so beautiful. I feel that. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I needed to hear all of those things and I'm just, my heart's activated and I'm in tears because it's just, it's been kind of like a rough few months recently. I feel like I've been having an ego death around money. I have chills everywhere. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the soul contract that you're talking about, I was actually just talking about this with my massage therapist, who's also one of my good friends yesterday. Mm-hmm. She was giving me a massage and we were talking about this. And she was helping me realize that I have a soul contract with my grandfather with money. And you and I have talked about this when we went to coffee because yeah. my grandfather actually came through when we were mm-hmm. when we were connecting. And I just have so much compassion for him because there's just a lot of charge there around mm-hmm. money and shame and making mistakes and punishment and all of these things like I feel that deep connection to him and like literally Kelly, my massage therapist was like, you guys have a soul contract. Mm -hmm. Like you guys came into this life to have a soul contract and you're supposed to help each other with money. And I was like, oh my God. Literally that. That. And what I love about soul contracts is I always like to give people their power back and say that you can break them at any given time that it's no longer serving you. So if it's no longer serving you, you get to say, this is null and void and I don't have to move on with this anymore. And is there anything else that you need me to know? Wow. That we can wipe our hands clean and our soul clean because otherwise like something that happened with me was going in these repeated cycles Mm -hmm. with soul karmic patterns and contracts with lovers. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this shit anymore. I've learned my lesson. Like, thank you. But no, like we, this ends here. We have, we actually don't need to keep doing this. We don't need to keep finding each other in the next lifetime. Like we can literally end this now and let this go. We've had our time. And these are the things that we have full autonomy over that people don't tell you that in the spiritual world, when you go see mediums and then psychics and they're like, oh, you're in a soul contract and you have to do this and this. And I'm like, Yeah. But also like take your power back. Like you're not a victim to, you're not a victim to energy. Whoa. There may be, yeah, there's things there that you probably have to learn, but once you learn them, let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Okay. I have full chills on the entire right side of my body right now. And that's a confirmation that you like, if you're listening to this, you have free will. You have free will. <laughs> That's your power. You don't have to continue forcing yourself in these cycles of pain and suffering and things that are like, I'm so over this. Why is this happening? Like you get to choose and decide no more. Yep. I'm taking no more. my power and using it for good. <laughs> and I, I deserve to thrive. Say that again, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> you have free will. You do not have to continue staying stuck in cycles of suffering. You get to decide in this moment that you are done with that and take back your power and use your free will because you're here to thrive. You're here to fucking thrive. I mean, that's just like my motto for 2022. 
you're not here to suffer. You're here to thrive. Suffering is a choice. It's such a choice. So is thriving. You have free will. <laughs> yes, I love that. Okay, I love that too. I wanted to touch on, I'm going to like re-listen to the recording of you sharing all those things. But one thing that really stood out to me that I just wanted to share before we wrap up is how you pulled that card about home. And when I was watching Avatar, I mm -hmm. felt like Kitty who was longing for home. My entire life, I felt like I don't belong here. Like I'm not from here. I'm like, why does everything hurt? <laughs> because I do feel so multidimensional. I do feel like I'm from somewhere else. Yeah. And I think part of like one of the reasons why I'm here is to learn to connect with earth and um, like there's so many beautiful things for me to experience, but the more I'm longing for home, the less I'm allowing myself to like fully receive the beauty of the experience of this human life. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that that like came through about that. Which is really big, by the way, because um, I remember being on the floor in the ball right next to my bed on the floor, being taken through these visions of where I'm from and visions of also lost civilizations here and crying and crying and outpouring of like sorrow and grief and yeah. sometimes yeah and sometimes it's a part of our journey and it's not forever sometimes we just have to feel that that so then that we can fully feel who we are and then ask how can we integrate this in the here and the now and earth how does this translate here and is this a part of my essence that wants to be lived here so that other people can remember? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. really just powerful. That's potent. Yeah, and I'm sure like anyone listening right now can probably relate in some way. Like you don't feel like you're from earth or yeah. like it doesn't feel like home. You just like are homesick or longing for home. And that's such a beautiful message to receive in this moment. I've also had visions too of myself in other worlds. I've had past life regressions where I'm not even a physical being. I'm a light being. And I'm like, what the heck is happening? <laughs> it's so fun and so cool to explore all these multidimensional facets and sides of your essence. And then like ask yourself, how am I, is it helpful? And is it useful for me to integrate those parts of me into this physical 3d human experience which makes sense why you work so much with the body mm. and the emotions yeah. yeah are you into numerology at all yeah so that was my first stop on the track when I was like 18 <laughs> nice I literally just I've been doing the spiritual work like I watched the law or the whatever the secret when I was in high school like over 10 years ago and ever since then I'm like I'm listening to it right now Ooh, I love it. It's so good. I've been like, um, a spirituality horror <laughs> like decade, that. however long it's been. Um, but it wasn't until literally a couple of weeks ago where I finally, I would like look at numerology and I would be like, this doesn't resonate. And mm -hmm. then a couple of weeks ago, I finally looked again. I spirit came through in a podcast episode where someone was talking about it. And I was like, I'm just going to look this up. And then I looked it up and I looked up my life path number. And I'm like, this makes so much sense. What number are you? Life path two. Okay. That does make sense. Yeah. I was going to say one nice. or two. I'm a five. So it's all about like freedom, entrepreneurship, yep. like rule breaking. <laughs> yes. I see that 100%. Total rebel. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was looking at the life path two, it really confirmed that I'm here to help people feel their emotions. It's all about the feminine. It's all about nurturing. It's about healing. It's about harmony, peace, like integrating like the feminine with the masculine. And so, yeah, that's just like another confirmation that you said that. I have a five tattooed on my arm. I love that. Yes. So what, what's your, um, what year are you in right now? Like what number is this year for you? Do you know? I don't. Um, I know I'm in my solar return. Are you 28, 29. So 
but also this year, the solar return was exactly on my birthday. So it's been like kind of crazy energetically. So like this year is supposed to be kind of insane for me and it already has. So I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> so I'm like, guys. <laughs> strap on your seatbelts. Let's fucking go. <laughs> this that's big, that. bold energy. Yeah, that's that. Like not scared. <laughs> that's awesome. I love yeah. that. That's when, you know, like you're just like, yeah, me and God, let's just do this. Let's go. Yeah. It, it's funny not because scared. it's like, I feel like the first part of my life is just like, been really hard right and I'm like well fuck like now it's really good I'm like what can I build from really good if I've already built from really shitty to really good I'm like what's next like wow. holy fuck you know like I'm like wow. I've had this crazy first half of my life and I and I got to good I'm here and now it's like well how good can good get I don't yes. know <laughs> it just gets to get better and better and better and better thank you so much Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. <laughs> for having me. Oh, that was one of my favorite episodes that I've ever done. Oh, I love thank it. you so much. I so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for letting <laughs> me read your cards. I love that. Like we just knew that that was going to happen. <laughs> we just knew. And thank you for giving me that reading. I mean, it's such a gift and I just, I'm so, so grateful for that. And it's exactly what I needed to hear right now. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and if you haven't already go to iTunes or Spotify and hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode when it's released. And if you found this episode super valuable and think that other women like you would benefit from it, go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that people can find this podcast. And if we haven't met yet, I would love to meet you go over to my Instagram or TikTok at I am Melissa Emily and say hello. You can also head over to my website, theworthywoman.co if you're interested in learning more about all of my offerings and juiciness that I've been creating for you so that you can reclaim your feminine power and gain massive self-worth in your life. Don't forget you are worthy because you are I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.